Hey, it's Topics and Implications, the only podcast on our channel that has topics and implications that go with those topics that you're currently listening to or will listen to in a few minutes. I am Sneaks, and this is... Checkers! And this is... Red. And this is... Evelyn! Yay, we're all here together. At the score table. Yay! Um, so, welcome to the seventh episode. Yes. Um, we're so excited to tell you this great news that you can email us at topics and implications uh, at gmail.com to give us topics to please... To we're, we're running out. Yeah, we're actually out. This is it. This is the last episode. Um, we're officially run, went to the well too often. I even tweeted out if we could get some topics and no tweets back. No? Yeah, um, hashtag Keanu Reeves and everything. Keanu didn't... I saw this wonderful video of Keanu today on my phone. I think my phone is also listening to me talk about Keanu. Um, but it was... Keanu was at like this press thing for... Uh, John Wick 3, mm -hmm. and this journalist lady came up and she was like, um, hey, I'm a huge fan. I know I should be asking you a question, but really it's a request. My husband's name is Constantine, and we named our son Neo. Um, we're giant fans. I was wondering if after you're done here today, we could get a picture with you. And he's like, because he's Keanu, he was like, yeah, that sounds great. It sounds like we could t definitely make that happen. And I guess the guy running the panel was like, uh, I was watching the video with subtitles in English. Like, I just, I didn't have the volume on. Mm. So the guy that was running the panel, I bet, I guess was like a complete asshole about it. Mm. So as he's talking, I guess he told the journalist off. And you could see Keanu Reeves, like, look over at the guy like, what are you doing? Mm. And then Keanu was like, no, 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 like, we can do the picture, don't worry. Like, we'll make it happen. And then the guy running the panel continued to be an asshole about it. Oh, so wow. Keanu just stood up walked out of the panel to the journalist and was like, let's take this picture, let's do this. Oh my and God. just like got the, the husband and the little baby and took a bunch of pictures with them. God bless that dude. Yeah. yeah. Keanu Reeves, he's the one. He's the man. He's dating someone now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he's being hailed as a hero for dating somebody who's like within a decade of his own age range. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Not that he's dating that person, but that it's like such a big deal. Yeah. I guess in Hollywood it's like <laughs> yeah. you have to be a 48-year-old man with a 22-year-old woman. I was watching The View. That's right. I watched The View. And I'm actually addicted to The View. where you get most of the ideas for this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I actually watch The View a lot, and um, I think that Checkers judges me pretty heavily. Yeah, very heavily. Mm -hmm. But I like watching, I like Whoopi Goldberg. Um, I love Sonny Hostin. This is just proof that I watch it. Yeah, um, I don't, couldn't name anybody. I was going to Joy Behar. Yeah, I guess it's been a long time since. Um, I hate Megan McCain. Uh, oh yeah. Hmm. But um, anyway, they were t they were talking about it at uh, Hot Topics. That's what they call their podcast. Um, it's not. It's just a, it's just just a segment on the show. Oh. Uh, where they just talk about the news and they were talking about Keanu Reeves and like then I think Joy Behar had like a list of like male actors in Hollywood and the ages of their girlfriends mm -hmm. and wives <laughs> and it was like kind of gross wow. I see that being pretty gross yeah I mean on the other hand if I want to date Keanu Reeves does that make me gross no why why should he take the blame right if I... the thing is is that's a whole other level yeah. right that's Keanu oh yeah right like that's true I'm I am dating any old David Geffen Right. All the Davids. 
David Attenborough. <laughs> I'd date the hell out of David Attenborough. <laughs> I mean, I would right, do, okay, I would do disgusting part. shit to David Attenborough, <laughs> but I don't know if I'd date him. <laughs> <laughs> You'd do banal? Yeah, banal. He could talk like Bane while he just just horrible things <laughs> sodomizes the shit out of me. Both. No. We also has... wear the mask the entire time. One of you has to be the supporting character. <laughs> yeah, one of you. Somebody has to be Batman. It's a role playing situation. So I get talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's all you have to do. You just, you just have to grunt. You're a psychopath. <laughs> You're a big guy. <laughs> The safe word is Gotham. <laughs> um, well, I, uh, who would you rather be? This is a good first topic. If you were doing banal, uh, which for those of you at home is when you do anal and one of you has to talk like Bane and the other is Batman. Everybody knows what this is. Right. This no, is but the Bane, I think Bane is always the giver. That's true. You, you can, you, Bane is always the top. Yeah. yeah. You, when you're done... Being the giver, do you break Batman's back? Yes. <laughs> Wait, is is it always no, no. Batman who's the bottom, or could yeah. you be a different character? Oh, really? Oh, so I guess you could be like <laughs> Alfred. I guess. It's <laughs> uh, like any any sort of Batman yeah. character. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of other characters other than Alfred. <laughs> I don't know why I went with Alfred. Uh, all right, I want to do Bane with Michael Caine. The other person has to talk like Michael Caine. Yeah. Oh my god. With a Cockney accent. Uh, um, so who would you want to be, Bane or Bane? Okay. I I don't know the movie well enough. <laughs> <laughs> Only through memes. I guess I would be Bane. Okay. Yeah. Bane. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The uh, voice alone, I mean, it's so fun to do. Right. right. I guess I'll also be big. Well, so you have a good... I mean... Like, you get better view of the butt. You do some are, are you... Sorry, were you just motioning, <laughs> jiggling, jiggling a, a butt? butt while you're I mean, what are you looking at if you're not big? Like, um, you would so just true. have a mirror on the back like, and oh, stare at yourself. Right. Of course. Mm. Yeah. Okay, never mind. That makes sense. You're correct. Um, cool. We were talking about Keanu and it went into banal, but... Uh, As it's prone to do. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I think you were asking if you wanted to date Bane, or uh, if, you wanted, if you wanted to date Bane, um, if you wanted to date Keanu Reeves, would you be weird because he's thirty years older than you? Yeah. And he I looks think great, though. he is. Yeah. He also, he's just—he's great. He's not aging. No, he's not. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Definitely some sort of deal with the devil there. Well, well, yes. Only reasonable explanation. Um, cool. And I think, uh, just for the record, I think we would all date Keanu Reeves. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Is it just like a mantra we have to repeat every podcast? I mean, I think eventually we'll get tired of it, but... We have to change the name of this podcast to the Keanu Reeves fan. Yeah, topics and... No, Keanu and Keanu Reeves. Um, cool. Um... I guess we could move on to topics. Uh, usually we talk about stuff that we've done, but I got my flu shot yesterday, mm-hmm. and I feel like absolute garbage today. Just absolute human garbage. Yeah. Um, what's new with you? Nothing that bad. I'm really sorry. Okay, so let's move on to topics. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll go first. Um, my topic is similar to the one I asked last week. So... 
the one I asked last week had something to do with like if you could uh, reboot a franchise, what would it be? Um, and it had to be something that hadn't been rebooted in the last 10 years. Um, and the question that I have today is similar, but what movie do you wish there was a sequel for and they never made it? Or maybe it was like a standalone movie, so there wasn't really room for a sequel, but you would love a sequel. Um, and that's sort of the question, like what movie, do, or, or I'll say movie. Or, you know what, I'll, sorry, a, a movie that could have a sequel, or maybe an, a spin-off of a TV show, like a character that you wish they had explored more. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that caveat. Um, I, uh, I think that, um, if I had to choose, like, a movie that I wish I had a sequel for, was, uh, the, the movie, I loved the movie, um, if I watched it again, I probably wouldn't love it as much, but there's a Chris Evans movie called Push. Have you ever seen it? Oh, yeah. It's got, um, the little girl from I Am Sam, who's now, like, 20. Oh, Dakota Fanning? Dakota Fanning. Um, so in the movie, they talk about, like, there was, like, a government experiment, and, uh, there was a whole bunch of people that have abilities. Some people are telekinetic, um, some people can read minds, some people can, are clairvoyant and can see a bit of the future. Um, that's, uh, Dakota Fanning's character. And there's a movie with a very clear, like, sequel hook, where they have to go off and rescue Dakota Fanning's mom, and I don't think the movie made the money that they wanted it to make. Mm. And so they just never made Scrap the sequel. It. Yeah. But it could have been, like, the... F- I mean, I realize Chris Evans was the Human Torch, but, like, I think it was the first big, like, superhero possibility that he could have had. Mm. And then it just didn't take off. Interesting. There was a couple movies that like that that came out around the same time. Because I remember uh, that, like, terrible movie Jumper... Yes, oh, yes. Yeah. Around the same time and like you very similar tele- idea. Teleport anywhere you want, yeah. right? Yeah. Was that with Christian Haydenson? Yeah. Yes, it was. Uh-huh. Yeah. Good job on that. Did you just congratulate yourself? Yep. I was like, oh, <laughs> that was middle Anakin. Yes. <laughs> middle Anakin. <laughs> I don't know what else. That is middle Anakin. <laughs> the, the original Anakin kid is like doesn't have any love for Star Wars because he oh, was he like it. yeah he was bullied ruthlessly. Yeah. Oh what? What? Bullied kid? Because people hate his episode yeah. one. Yeah. Oh the internet. I think that got sent. No, I don't think Ewan McGregor like, was like act better idiot. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like, like I'm nine. <laughs> was he nine? Who, uh, did Roughly that kid do, do any other stuff? No. Never. No, I think the internet was just such an a hole to him. That sucks. That he, <laughs> I like how you would blame a child for. I know, like for that. George Lucas is the one who gave this kid the role. Um, yeah. Well, the, the role is not very great to begin with. Yeah, I think I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know what people expect. Like, it's supposed to be this guy who's a fall from grace, mm-hmm. but I don't know if they were just expecting Anakin to always have this dark edge to him. Mm. And in episode one, there is no dark edge, right? You see it in episode two, but in episode one, he's just this innocent kid who can pilot race cars and fighter jets, um, but doesn't know how to move shit with his hands yet. I don't understand. <laughs> the force isn't uh, that strong yet. I don't know. He's got the highest midi-chlorine count <laughs> of anyone they've ever met. Oof, what a mistake that was. That's what they call them. They're like the... the yeah. The, the shit that's in their body that allows them to actually do the force. You have force cancer. <laughs> oh, my God. 
So I uh, you do you want a sequel to Jumper? No. Uh, is that, wait, that's no, what I was just, you brought. I was just saying no, there was like about movies. I was, with I was saying there was like a weird stage of like unrelated, like not related to like Marvel or DC kind of right. superhero esque movies. Yeah, that, it felt like those came out around the same time. Right, they didn't mm-hmm. have the properties to real yeah. superheroes, so yeah. they just tried to create their own. Yeah, exactly. <gasps> Um, you know what? I when I watched Spawn as a kid in like nineteen ninety six, I loved that movie. Apparently, it's considered garbage, but it had like Martin Sheen in it, and uh, they never made a sequel. And I would love to see a sequel to that movie. Oh my god! Sequel or reboot, I think would be would be good. For yeah, Spawn, yeah, because it's such an iconic character, and I was like, so little's been done with it. Yeah, I agree. Can we? Where would I watch that? I feel like it's... it's the original Spawn locked, movie? Yeah, it's like locked deep in my mind. I saw it then and I haven't seen it since. I... I don't know where you would watch it. And I don't think the graphics were that bad for that time. Like, I think they were like... Bless you. Um, yeah. OMG. I don't know where you'd find it. It's probably not on Netflix. And I don't think Disney owns it. <laughs> Hulu. Hulu. <laughs> Maybe Hulu's Everything's got it. on Hulu. Um... Some stuff you can like rent off YouTube for like three dollars. Another movie. Good, another. Uh, sorry, I'm just gonna keep naming no, movies. Do. There's a movie Arnold's. For, I've talked about it before. Uh-oh. Last Action Hero. Oh yeah. I would love a sequel to that movie, um, but like, there's something very like uh, Page Master about it. Uh, I love oh, Page yeah. Master. could also have an amazing I would sequel watch, yeah. with Macaulay Culkin as this thirty-year-old like burnout. Yeah, you know what? He's an interesting dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks like one of those hairless cats, but yeah, yeah. He has a little bit of hair. Really interesting. He was, um, wasn't he on the Jordan podcast? He was, yeah. yeah. Oh. He's got this kind of weird like um, mannerisms about him, and I don't know if that's just from years of drugs or. But also like. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like he's doing well, though. I think that when you're a child actor, it goes one of two ways. Mm-hmm. Like, you either grow up like the Matilda girl, and you're just like this kind of normal person yeah. who does their own thing. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of another like Hillary child Duff. actor. Hillary Duff? Was like, she? Like, what you, like, really child. Like, um, oh, yeah, I guess like she's my Yeah. Like, they, they somehow, the system doesn't chew them up and spit them out. Right. But then you've got people like Macaulay Culkin or the guys, uh, Corey Feldman. Feldman. Both Corys. Yeah. Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan, like, gee, like... Drew Barrymore pulled it together. Yeah, but she had, like, a... There was a... There was a rough patch. Yeah. Oh, she's got crazy stories. (laughs) Um, My partner the other day was like, you know who... Your oh, we brother. have to. Sorry, you said his name. We I have did. to. You're right. We're gonna have to quack that I, out. Oh, okay. Censored, but he's like, you know who your brother's girlfriend looks like? Drew Barrymore. But like, if she had a drug face, I was like, do you realize that she did? She did. <laughs> like, a, he was like, yeah, like a young Drew Barrymore, but on drugs. I was like, so Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. There's like an iconic episode of David um, Letterman where she flashes him, and she's yeah. like 16. Wow! Yeah. She gets up on his desk and she flashes up. Oh my gosh! Incredible. Oh and this God. is this is during him being a monster to women too. I think. Gross. 
Ooh. Do you ever worry that your running years to be that insane? Is it ever acceptable to be that insane? I mean, Drew Barrymore is okay now, but... You're like... saying that, like, when I was, <laughs> like, in my late teens to, like, mid-twenties, that was my perfect window to be fucking Like, nuts? is it too late for me to flash I think the only way we can know for sure is if we all quit our jobs today, take our savings, find David Letterman, and each flash him <laughs> at different points in his day. So that he's just like, what the fuck is going Same on? Same day. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine if you got up in the morning and you like had your coffee and you looked out your window and someone was on the street flashing you? Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, that's weird. You get in your car and you're driving to work and you're like Someone's five minutes in. You yeah. <laughs> you're at a stoplight, so just rubbing their boobs <laughs> on the window and you're like, what is happening right now? They're all different people. Oh my God. Would you... Would you think that you're going crazy? Would you tell that story to other people? Would you be like... What? I mean, maybe if it happened more than twice. If it happened twice, I mean... Coincidence? Yeah. How many times before it's not a coincidence anymore? After two? How many titties are not Oh, after, after two for sure. Right. Two titties mm. or two flashings? Uh, <laughs> First one, then the other. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Peek-a-boo. And then it's the girl from... Uh, oh my god, what's it's that Arnold movie? Three tips? Yeah, what's the... the oh, Total Recall. Total Recall. Total Recall, Total Recall girl. In fact, every time somebody flashes you, they have one more boob. So, oh my god! Eventually, you've got like an octo lady. Are you being flashed by like a cow? It's yeah, it's like um, like how bacteria multiplies. It's like the boobs double every time. Yeah. How how long will it oh take my god. before there's compounding? Boobs. And the person yeah, yeah. no longer is like being like like having fun with it. Eventually, they're just in pain. They just have so many. Boobs. Please kill me. Uh. <laughs> Running into your work, <laughs> clocking the door. Uh, There's somebody. <laughs> There's a with boob person. Like 80 tits <laughs> chasing me right now. Oh my god. But it's a different person every time. <laughs> so the first person is quite happy with their regular human body. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> the second person is a little confused. The second person's like, oh, I'm a novelty. <laughs> Maybe Third person's like, uh, okay, something's wrong. <laughs> something's I was bored with four tits. <laughs> and then by the time we get to like the tenth person, they're just kill me. Oh, would no. they all fit on their torso, or would they be like? There's like a, a tit on each side of their head, and like yeah, little they're titties. All, they're, it's random. They're, they're, there's no. <laughs> there's they no wave at you, and their palm is just a hanging boob. Boob palms is probably the worst thing. I've and when they close seen. their fingers, they shoot milk at you. Oh my god! <laughs> We've just created a nightmare creature. Uh, yeah, boy. Um, I would like to see. So yeah, it's always frustrating when like a movie or TV show makes a really cool universe, and you only get this like small sliver of it. Mm. Um, I don't know that a sequel to this movie would be good. But a universe that I would like to see explored more via sequel would be uh, Fifth Element. Oh my god, yes! They, they set up such a cool, interesting sci-fi world. Mm. And again, you only get this like small little slice of it. It like... Yeah, it's like one part Futurama to like one part mm-hmm. Alien or something yeah. like that. And there's something really fun about that. So I, I always wanted to like see more of that world. I'm always a big fan of like... I think the term is called a side sidequill. So something set in the same universe, but that doesn't have the same characters in it. Yeah. Like a, a spinoff, I guess like all of the Star Trek shows are considered spinoffs, but I thought a, a true spinoff is when you take a character from the original show 
Mm-hmm. And right. they, they're in their own show later. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I would consider, like... Oh, did you say Star Wars? Star Trek. Oh, Star Trek. Yeah, I would consider those spinoffs. No, they're just, like, part of the franchise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I liked the idea of, like... Um, like, if, uh, Serenity. But what's the show called? Firefly. Firefly. If Firefly had, like, a another series set in the same universe. Right. Could be a hundred years later. Like, it doesn't necessarily have to... Could just reference events from the past. Mm. But and you never have to actually see any of the other characters. But, like, mm-hmm. that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. I would like a prequel to Inglorious Bastards. Set in World War One. No, like, where it just, like, follows around one of the characters that is in Inglorious Bastards. And, like, they're... Like leading to the war? Yeah, like, their story before they joined the Bastards. Oh. Like That's Hugo fine. Stiglitz. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, specifically. Or the Bear Jew. <laughs> um, the guy who plays the Bear Jew, his name is Eli Roth, right? Yeah. Who, what is he famous for? Directing. Oh, yeah? He's a famous director? Yeah. He, he does, like, a lot of horror franchise okay. stuff. Okay. Uh, like, um... What did he do? Did he do Drag Me to Hell, I think? I don't know. Was that Sam Raimi? I get them mixed up really I easily. I could tell, yeah. Sam Raimi does a lot of horror, too. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. He's been. He's also been in stuff, though. Oh, yeah. Sam Raimi's a weird cat, man. The fact that he, like, makes horror movies and then does Xena and Hercules and then Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Eli Roth uh, famously did Cabin Fever. Oh, yeah. Did you ever see that? Ooh. It's, like, really bonkers and weird. Isn't Cabin Fever a Joss Whedon? No, you're thinking of Cabin, Cabin in, in the Woods. woods. Yeah. Right. Excellent. Yeah. It's a very good movie. God, that was, like, the zenith of Joss Whedon, and then he just went to absolute garbage. Yeah, fair. I always mix up Joss Whedon and Will Wheaton. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I have to... Please. This needs to be a support group. How do I tell them apart? What did each do? Um, so Will Wheaton was Wesley Crusher on Star Trek The Next Generation, and then that's all he's known for. Okay, excellent. Uh, I mean, anybody he's... listening, he was also on The Big Bang Theory. Okay. Um, As himself. Oh. Yeah, he's oh. a guy. I, I, I'm correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, Will Wheaton, mm-hmm. um, apparently a super nice guy, but he's like famous for being on Star Trek, mm-hmm. and everybody like the audience hating him because he was sort of like he was like uh, young <clears throat> when he was on. Star Trek. Yeah, and he was on a show where like everybody's supposed to be super competent, like naval officers, mm-hmm. and like little Wesley Crusher was somehow f- solving every problem of the week. Oh, stupid! And. So the audience kind of hated him, and then they toned him down, but eventually he left the series, uh, and I think he sort of leaned into that part of his life and, like, won the crowd back. Um, He, he, like, started going to conventions and stuff, and... Okay. Yeah. So then Joss Whedon did Buffy? Yes. Okay. And also the half of Batman vs. Superman. Uh, no, that's Justice League. He did... Justice League. Yeah. yeah. Actually, there's, um... I think he pretty much directed, like... So, Zack Snyder made Justice League, because they called it the Snyder Cut that they've never released. And then when they did, like, quote-unquote reshoots for Justice League, basically Joss Whedon reshot almost the entire thing. Really? Yeah. I'm I'm interested to see what that would... Maybe that's my answer. Like, I want to know what the Zack Snyder version of that would be. Oh, yeah, cool. I think there's a chance they might eventually come out with it, because it... Yeah. Even now, people are still clamoring for it. I like Zack Snyder. I haven't seen everything he's done. I really enjoyed um, Watchmen. <laughs> Sorry, that took me a little bit there. Um, um, Checkers is into Sucker Punch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, I really like that style, the art direction. Uh... Do you like 300? Yeah, I like 300. You did that movie too. Yeah. yeah. Um, what other movies? It's a good way it? to translate comic book to film. I yeah. Think. Did he do Some City? No, that was uh, yeah, Rodriguez. Something Maybe, yeah. Rodriguez. Frank Miller was also <laughs> Michelle con- Rodriguez. Yeah, um, he was uh, also Frank Miller was considered one of the directors on that because his oh, on they, City? yeah because they they adapted the comic panels so faithfully mm-hmm. that they oh, wow. that they considered well they weren't gonna they weren't allowed to make him a director hmm. so the guy who was directing it rescinded his membership to the directors guild or whatever so that they could put Frank Miller on the wow. Oh, it's I was getting Frank Miller and Zack Snyder mixed up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Frank Miller is uh, a guy who, like, Sin City's great, uh, The Dark Knight Returns is great, but he is a, like, he's a guy who, like, made great things in the 80s, yeah. and then now he makes, like, absolute trash. Well, he's a comic book writer, isn't he? Yeah, yes. but he also directed a movie called The Spirit a couple of years ago, and it was it was god-awful. Yeah. Samuel Jackson was in it, though. It was done in the same style as Sin City, too. Yeah. yeah. Real yeah. Um, cool. I think so. That's my co- uh, my my topic. So I want. I picked like three different things, but uh, I wanted um, Last Action Hero. I wanted uh, Serenity slash um, Firefly. Firefly. Mm-hmm. You want Jumper? No. Fifth Element. Fifth Element. Fifth element. Yeah. Also, Looper is a great movie, and it'd be kind of cool to have a time traveling mm-hmm. sequel to that. Oh yeah, good call. I and I want the Zack Snyder cut of right Zack Snyder cut right. and, and prequel to Inglorious Bastards prequel to Inglorious with Hugo Stiglitz. Cool. All right. <laughs> I also want season two of Altered Carbon, but I think that's already in the works. Technically. Yeah, I think it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that show it. was incredible. I really like Um, I was talking to someone today. Maybe it was yesterday when we were at sushi. But I was talking. We were talking about like HBO shows, even though Altered Carbon's not HBO. Mm-hmm. These shows that are like, they're a serious show. The writing could could hold an audience, but they make the first season have like the most gratuitous sex you've yes. ever Ultra seen. Carbon was like gratuitous, super yeah. gratuitous. And then the second season, I bet you, will be no- nowhere near as much. They yeah. do that with Game of Thrones as well. Oh, hundred yeah. percent. Mm-hmm. Like you can see it taper off. Basically, each season, there's less and less of it because oh, yeah. they're like, oh, wait, we actually have a really good show, and people want to watch it. Regardless, we don't have to show them all, Lady of Our Titties. <laughs> the actors at the beginning have less of a bargaining chip. They've got to sort of take what's being handed to them, and then they're huge stars, and they're like, "No nudity, body doubles, boom, yeah. boom, boom. Give me a million dollars if you want to see my." I remember. Too. I don't watch Game of Thrones, but there was that big <laughs> like sh- right. shame shame scene. Yeah. Oh, where she like walked through the village naked. Yeah, but it was a body double. They just like CGI her That's face right. on top That's of another right. person. Yeah. But, like, imagine that person that's, like, we're going to have you walk naked through a crowd of people. Oh, yeah. Don't worry. We're, when it's showed to millions of people, we'll just CGI someone else's face on top of your body so no one will know it was you. That's, like, uh... That is weird to think about. Um, Margot weird. Robbie told her family that it was a body double in, um... What's that movie with Leonardo DiCaprio? Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. She, but it was, I mean, it was her, but like leading leading up to them seeing the movie, she kept telling them that it wasn't her. Wow. Um, she also got like shit faced for that scene, apparently. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you ever watch the movie Swordfish? No. 
Is that a John Travolta movie? It is. <laughs> and Hugh Jackman. Whoa, okay. And Halle Berry. And Halle Berry. So Halle Berry showed her chest in that movie, and I'm pretty sure got she got paid five hundred thousand dollars just for that scene. That like that particular like two second shot was five hundred thousand dollars. Wow. Imagine having a chest worth five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Who says I don't? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Prove it. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis. Get a load of these. <laughs> There's eighteen tits. Holy there. <laughs> um, shit! He's the guy from the earlier. Look at my nipples. <laughs> um, it was me all along. <laughs> you were one of the twelve people. Oh my god. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis, I think, had her legs insured because she had like incredible she, she legs. Good legs. Huh? Yeah. Um, True Lies. I would also see a sequel to True Lies. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> True Lies, what a weird movie. Bill Paxton in that movie is something else. Name a movie where Bill Paxton is not amazing. Fair. He's amazing. Like, he's so yeah. good in everything that he's in. Mm-hmm. He's also the main bad guy in the first season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That was, like, oh, his, yeah? one of his last roles, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a guy, so when they... Not a lot of people have love for the first season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., mm-hmm. but... The last like six episodes are considered amazing yep. because Bill Paxton's in them, and when they were writing the script, Bill Paxton was the only person who knew he was evil. Oh, cool. that's awesome! That's fun. So the whole time he's playing an evil guy pretending to be good, mm-hmm. and when you rewatch it, you can see him just like loving, just handling like, it up yeah. so hard. Fun. Uh, so great. Um. All right. Next topic. All right. What is one thing? That you should know how to do. It's a pretty everyday thing, but you don't know how to do it. Um, I think that I should really know how to iron shirts. And I don't know if I've ever, like, the last time I ironed a shirt, Checkers had to hook in the iron for me, let it heat up, and then sort of told me that I could now use it <laughs> and place the shirt the way it was supposed to be placed on the ironing board, and I just, like, rubbed the iron on it. <laughs> and there was a lot of steps to that process I probably should have been able to do independently, <laughs> but I just didn't. And if you asked me to iron my shirts for tomorrow, I don't think I could do it confidently. Wow. Like, it would be like, some parts would be nice, other parts would be even more wrinkled than they were when I started. Worse than when you started? Yeah. That's surprisingly common. When, when I worked in the Emerge, I had a patient come in for a very severe burn on his abdomen because he tried to iron a shirt while wearing <laughs> Oh my god. No. And we were like, how did this happen? And he was there with his friends because they were trying to go for a little night out. And he, like, reluctantly was like... I was just trying to iron my shirt. <laughs> and I was oh, like, oh, God. Wow. And it, was t- it looked terrible. I like the idea of him standing there holding the iron for He's a minute. Like, like, this is hot, but I'll do it. <laughs> if this works, it's a million dollar idea. <laughs> <laughs> what are iron How bad was the for burn? anyway? Was the burn so bad that he touched himself and it like burnt a little tiny part? Or was it he like just like the whole thing shoved it onto his torso? So it was... Near his belly button, it was lower abdomen. Um, I don't. He. It wasn't just a little spot. I feel like you know, I don't know if you've ever like burnt your neck with a curling iron, but you're like, ah! like it's like immediately yeah. away. He must have like been like, God, God, like he held it there for a couple seconds because <laughs> it like had like blistered up. Oh, like, God. Weird. yeah, like yeah. a titty. <laughs> like it was like a titty. It was it like having a third or potentially a fourth titty. 
big old iron blister titty. Yeah. <laughs> That's a medical Wait, term. Is it too late to change my name? <laughs> uh, yeah, you got paid five hundred thousand dollars to show me that. Yeah. <laughs> Can I need uh, if you squeeze it, it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> That's so gross. Weird. This is uh, titty centric. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that titty centric will be the title of our episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. We like to call it titty centric. <laughs> <laughs> I like yeah. I think there is a lot of like cooking related things that I should probably know how to do. I'm like, like I think conceptually I, I know what to do. I'm like apply heat and that cooks a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm always like so self conscious about it. I'm like constantly double checking like how to cook a fucking chicken breast just right. because I'm like I gotta make sure that I do it right or whatever. I don't want salmonella. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I also don't know how to use Excel. Oh Microsoft yeah. Excel. I'm, like, not bad at Excel, but I know Excel is, like, the potential is, like, 10,000. That's right. And I know, like, 100%. Yeah, I and know it's, it's, like, 10,000%. I don't yeah. really know. I, I remember doing a bit of it in, like, in school, mm-hmm. in high school. I, I don't remember a thing about it. Yeah. Couldn't tell you the it first place to make a thing out of it. You should use, like, the templates that they have. Could you imagine if you do This every... podcast is brought to you by Excel. <laughs> wow. If you do everything there is to know about Excel, and you just, like... Reaches Nirvana. You just transcend the whole No longer need a body. Just look up the templates. What? You can do like all kind. Yeah. It's like all kinds of stuff that's already built in. And you just like punch your numbers in. You just I realize you're like I exist within a cell, <laughs> within the universe's Excel program. Oh, We're not wow. in a simulation. We're in an Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> and then the the song from the movie Ghost starts playing. Unchained Melody starts playing, and you oh just God. leave your body, and heaven takes you. Well, Buddhist heaven, which is not a thing. I don't think. I don't think they have a heaven. Buddhist heaven. Oh. When you reach a state of nirvana, Buddhists are really good oh, at Excel. Like yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because the region. Math. Oh no! Oh, boy. <laughs> Can we quack all of that? <laughs> No, I'm not a Buddhist region. I know, I know. Why do they keep inviting this duck onto this podcast? I don't know, I'm sure has a lot to say. Oh no. What have I done? Okay, not all Asians are Buddhists. Not all Buddhists are Asian. Not all Asians are good at math. We did it. We did it! <laughs> but but that particular guy. Yeah. Who was well, Excel? Uh, he was I'm pretty sure B- <laughs> Buddha uh, translates to the like the knowing one or something. The like all-knowing. That. Oh yeah. The, yeah, the all-knowing. So he would know everything there is to know about Excel. <laughs> I assume. <laughs> I love the idea of like seeking him out like a guru and being and like having all the answers to the universe and being like. How do I get this cell to <laughs> equate to what this one is? Do you know how to... Oh my gosh. I tried everything. Ah, uh, yes. Another Excel question. <laughs> <laughs> I love getting these questions. Uh, like, you know the little office assistant, like, Clippy? Yeah. Right. Like, with, like, style, it's just Buddha. <laughs> Could you imagine? Mm-hmm. And you, you have to, to click his stomach? Oh my god, yeah. You should give it a little rub. With your butt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All the advice he gives you is like really vague and philosophical. <laughs> this is really unhelpful. Why did you ask me about banal? No, no, I didn't ask that. <laughs> but I know you want to. Just want to. Just want to make a budget. I don't know what you mean by that. You want to be um, a Batman? For context, <laughs> I thought that banal was the way you pronounce banal. 
<laughs> Spoilers, it's not. <laughs> yeah, I think that happened like right before I started. Before. Yeah, I thought it was just another, you know, the bane of my existence. Right. Um, <laughs> what are you not good at? Checkers. Oh, I don't know. Like the only thing that came to my head was like spelling. Mm-hmm. Like I'm pretty amazing at everything. Because I cannot spell. I can also. I'm Sometimes also I can't good. read very well. I like that you ended that with like, <laughs> I can always read. Whoop! <laughs> like pronunciations of words is not my forte. Pronouncing. Oh, so that was you who did Bane all instead of Mm-hmm. Pronouncing you know the that? H's of words? I said pronunciation. Oh. Why so did I hear that? I can't. I, I'd like to get better at hearing. Um, <laughs> I'd like that too. Wow. Um, <laughs> no, you mean listening. <laughs> you need to get better at correcting people. <laughs> um, Damn. <laughs> this is the feisty podcast. Yeah. This is a fight. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think of something for me? No. I just was wondering. I'm not. Should we, should we go? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I think you're great at everything. Aww. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. That's uh, 180 quickly. Um, no, I, I said the ironing shirts thing, but I'm sure. I was going to say actually. Um, Literally, if I was driving on a country road and anything happened to my car whatsoever, I would have no idea what to do. Oh, I just thought of a really good one. Mm-hmm. On top of that, because I too would be in that situation. Mm-hmm. But trying to keep plants alive. Mm. Oh, yeah. Behind, oh, this, <laughs> behind checkers, there are some dead plants. This one but, actually is blooming again. Yeah. Like, that one has a green leaf. The one that's blooming is the one Amongst that our, our cat salmon leaves. eats. Yeah, oh. salmon brisket eats all the grass off that one. Oh, actually, maybe that's helping it to live? What, what kind of plant even is that one in the middle? It, it looks... It was a flower. Yeah, it was it like daisies. It looks like it's made out of potato chips from here. Very dead. Very dead. And tastes like potato chips. <laughs> just, sure. just this is our potato chip plant. <laughs> yeah. um, Checker just made uh, squash spaghetti. Spaghetti, spaghetti squash, squash. The, the other day, and it was <laughs> good. Thing. Wow. <laughs> squash, squash, squash spaghetti <laughs> is just when you take a masher to regular spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was picturing, like, you use squash in the dough, and then you put it through your spaghetti maker. And... Do we have a spaghetti maker? Oh, my God, do you ever? <laughs> yeah, we have, like, a... I need to get better at um, the mundane task of knowing what's in the place I live. Just knowing my own <laughs> Like where stuff goes. Yeah. Also, um, or like, is wow. that what you meant? <laughs> wow. Is that what you meant? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> like maybe picking up after yourself or not being. No, playing a rousing game or backhanded questions. Oh yeah. <laughs> being in the washroom when you urinate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, ouch. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. How did you mean it? I meant like. Is that your concern that you don't know where stuff goes? No, no, no. Okay. I know where stuff goes. I just don't always put it back where it should be. Mm. Um, oh, so you're lazy. Um, part of it is I'm short and I can't reach some things. Like, we have these bowls and they go on the top shelf of the cabinet and I have to sometimes, like, jump 
to try and if if too many of them have been put away already. What bowl? Oh, those bowls. Um, play a game of bowl skip ball. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, <right. laughs> Can you say that again, but with the German accent? I'm sort of the Kramer, right? <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, taxes. Also, if I could do those by myself. Oh, I was gonna say taxes. Yeah. Wait. Oh, wait. Uh, Even if I could, I wouldn't want to. I'm very, I'm very content to like appear to someone and be like, "How much money do I have to pay you to make this go away?" I. Wow. So I'm at a point right now. It'll eventually not be like this, where I get returns that are so large that I don't care if they're taking like seventy bucks away from me. Fair. Mm. But if my return was like twenty dollars and I had to pay them seventy dollars, I'd be like, "Fuck." Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's reasonable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you want to get better at reading? Plants. Plants. Plant care. Plant care. Yeah. Um, herpetology. Herpetology. Herp herpetology <laughs> with a B and then a P. Hepatitis. <laughs> <laughs> want to get better at hepatitis. Um. You, so plant care. What is there? What's the? What, what do you call somebody who works with plants regularly? Horticultural. Horticulturalist. Maybe. Horticulturalist. A botanist. A botanist? A botanist? Oh, maybe. I think it depends on what you're doing with the plants. Yeah. An arborist. Yeah. You're um, a banal. A banal. A gardener. Some plants have that. male and female organisms. <laughs> Did you mean organs? Yeah. They got stains. You in our resource room at the place I work at. There's a couch that the kids sit on, and it's got all these, like, weird white stains on it. Ew. That's pretty gross. Um, wow. I'm sorry I even brought that up. <laughs> this is why I can't work with kids. Podcast I, I is over. I can only work with adults, yeah. Um, but you see children. In, no, not in my... Never? No, it's There's an adult th- facility. Really? Yeah. Um, okay, so plant care. I want to be able to iron my shirts and taxes. But you also said Excel checkers. You want to get better at Excel? I mean, there's just so much potential. Yeah. Right. We could all get better at Excel. I want to live up to the potential yeah. that yeah. Excel has to offer. And you said... I want to be able to get up early. Like, I truly... If I work, it doesn't matter what time I work at, I cannot wake up more than, like, 45 minutes before that time. 45 minutes? Like, that would be a lot. Like, I set my, like if I work at 10, I set my alarm. Like... For nine, and I still can't leave the bed till like nine. Sounds similar. Yeah. So I have to like it's the smallest possible window. I'm oh, I'm yeah. usually late <laughs> for work on a yeah. very regular basis. Now this winter, it's gonna happen all the time. Like I really. Oh, yeah. Right. So checkers um, has two alarms before my alarm goes off, yeah. and she snoozes both of her alarms. Mm-hmm. Then my alarm goes off, and she still doesn't get up. So I just. Every single morning, I take the blankets off of her. I just take them off of her, and then she has to get up. I'm confiscating yeah. these. Keep burping, I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, I'm the only one who said it was okay, though, so just I was the only one who cared. I didn't hear it. I'm sorry? I didn't hear it. Um, yeah, your burps are quite silent. Really? Yeah, I didn't even know you burped until you, said, you even quiet or said, excuse me. Oh, wow. You knew. <laughs> it was gross. <laughs> Red news. From the smell, yeah. Smell bad and it yeah, sounded I'm bad. I'm sorry. Um, and sorry, Red, what did you say? 
Uh, I said, like, most things cooking-related I just wish I was more comfortable with. Mm -hmm. And then also Excel. Mm -hmm. I think we're all on the same cell for We would like to Excel. Abrate our breath. (gasps) No. (laughs) Wow, this is... So, next topic. (laughs) (laughs) Would you rather be warm or be really hot and then get to cool off? Or would you rather be really cold and get to warm up? Ooh, interesting. Really hot and get to cool off. Like, really, really hot day, jump into a cold pool. Oh, yeah. Cold and snowy winter, you come inside of the fireplace. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, when I was in high school, I, I wouldn't wear a toque uh, in the winter, because um, it would mess up my beautiful hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it would be like minus 30 out, and then when I would walk into the school, it would be so hot that this horrible pain would hit my ears. It would be honestly... Oh, like when you get into a hot tub in the winter and you're like all tingly? Uh, No, not just tingly. It was honestly like the worst pain I've Mm. ever felt. It like, I don't know what you'd call it. Is there a medical term? Non-tukitis, I guess. Non-tukitis. Yeah. You got it. Diarrhea. (laughs) (laughs) That too. I would, my ears would hurt and And then I would... Shit your pants. (laughs) It just squirts everywhere. Uh... I really hate that I said squirts. Wow. <laughs> just, oh, just that little image. Um, yeah, I would, and it was so. I, I want to say be hot and then cool off, but I hate being cold. So even if you're like really, really hot, can I just say lukewarm <laughs> consistently? <laughs> like what about like when it's, you don't have to go from like one extreme to the other. You can go from like really hot to like comfortable, or really cold to like comfortable. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I guess I like the heat, so I'm going to say really cold to, to warm. Mm-hmm. I would be the same. Okay. Be the I would rather, like, I would rather have the sensation of, like, feeling warm, like, getting, starting to warm up. Yeah, I would say the opposite. I like, I like cooling down. I don't like being hot. Um, like, it, it takes a lot to make me feel hot, so if I, if I am hot, I'm, like, intensely uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, cooling down, mm-hmm. definitely. I have a fear of people seeing me with pit stains. Oh, okay. I don't know if that's a fear that other people have. You wear so many layers. Um, I, sweat. I think about it. I, I feel like you don't sweat. I sweat. Um, you know what? If I go to the gym yeah. and I am on the treadmill or whatever, mm-hmm. the elliptical actually makes me sweat more. Um, my face gets really sweaty. Mm-hmm. I'll, like, I'll get that little bit of sweat at your neckline. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my back will be drenched. Mm-hmm. But I don't get like um, pit sweat really um but it is a fear that i constantly have is being so hot that like my if it's in the summer and i'm wearing a t-shirt and i get like pit stains Um, i don't know why there's something really embarrassing about it interesting is is that like a regular thing to be embarrassed about or is that i think most people think about it to some degree i don't know if i like if i notice i have pit stains i'd be like no it's fucking hot people either get that or they don't (laughs) i don't Mm -hmm. don't know i wouldn't be like embarrassing yeah it's not not always something you can like stop right if there was an expensive spray that you could spray on your armpits and it would just like stop all of the perspiration that could possibly happening almost to your detriment oh my god i might do it fair fair i think i wear a lot of black because it's honestly not something that is that i think about that much where do you think that that stems from (laughs) <laughs> Wearing black? I don't know. Uh, the, or, or you're, 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 yeah. I don't know where I... 
Um, I think when I was a kid, both of my parents would point and laugh at me if I had pit stains. What? No. <laughs> both <of> my parents. <laughs> Look at this little idiot. You sweaty, dumb little no, pig. No idiot. wonder you are a third child. <laughs> oh. I could that. <laughs> look at you, you look like a greased ham. <laughs> Worse, parents. Uh, my parents, I don't think, would ever do that. No. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't know where that stems from. I remember when I was a kid, there was a teacher that would always have pit stains. And, like, I worked at the summer camp where this guy would, like, monologue at us all the time. And he had pit stains all the time. And instead of listening to him, I would just look at the pit stains. Fair. They can be very distracting. So I, I just like I don't know, there's just a fear that I have that like it's it's incredibly embarrassing to have them. And I don't think anyone should be embarrassed if it happens, but for me I just it's like this wave of shame. Even the possibility of it. Would you so I don't know if you watched Thick's video on the YouTubes about Humiliating moments. No, right. Like stuffing, yeah. like yes. towel in her armpits. Really? Because yeah. she used to sweat yeah, so much. Also, an irrational fear of pit stains. Except, I know except that. somebody grabbed the paper towel and shouted. <laughs> they should have thick, thick stuffs her thick bra. Thick stuffs bra. Oh my god, there's been so much quacking this episode. But instead of, because she was literally so embarrassed about her pit stains, she copped to stuffing her bra instead of stuffing paper towels in her pits. That's a lateral move at best. <laughs> Yeah, you, you got me. You, you really got me about my, that thing. I do stuff, my That's bra. what these are doing here. Have you ever... No need to. Question me further. <laughs> Has anybody ever called you out on something and you, like, owed it as if, like, that was the plan all along? I once walked... Uh, it, it was, like, a 25-minute to walk from my house to school in high school. Yeah. And I once could feel... Like, I was walking to school... And I could feel something hitting the back of my leg, but every time I tried to, like, reach back, I couldn't... Nothing was there. Mm-hmm. And when I finally got to school, this... I can't remember her name, but this popular girl was like, why do you have a coat hanger hanging from the bottom of your backpack? And I was like, what? And I took my backpack off, and there was just a coat hanger, and, like, stuck to my backpack. <laughs> like, and it was, like, bobbing and hitting the back of my legs the entire walk to school. Not that there's, like, people who are driving me, like, what a loser. Like, I just, I don't yeah. even think it's something people would have noticed. Yeah. But when I looked at it and I grabbed it, I was like, yeah, I know. I brought it to school. I know that. And it wasn't that I was, like, making it a joke. Like, I very confidently was like, I fucking know I have it here. I needed it. I need this. For my science project, thank you. <laughs> We're doing I'm sure it's happened. <laughs> Can't think of anything specific. Or, it, like, sometimes what'll, hap- sometimes what'll happen is, like, you know when someone's, like, I don't think either of them heard that. What? <laughs> I heard a really awful comment. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> listen to it later and you'll find out what it is. Oh boy. What did you say? <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my god. Is it about coat hangers? <laughs> yes, it is. Oh. Don't listen to this. I've already. <laughs> Turn up the volume on the end of it though, because it was you... funny for most of you listening. You are on a roll tonight. <laughs> wow. Wow, wow, we. Imagine, imagine if in high school science class, instead of like dissecting a pig fetus, you were just doing coat hanger abortions. <laughs> we had to bring your own coat hanger. Oh my god. <laughs> On pigs? <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> I hadn't thought that far. <laughs> um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep talking about what I was talking about. Oh my god. 
<laughs> I was just gonna say that the other thing that I like, I think that people do sometimes. <laughs> wow. Oh my god. But, uh, now I'm just picturing it as like a science fair project. <laughs> oh, like vegetables. For my science project. Looking for Dude, volunteers. Nice. For my science project. Black <laughs> that one too. <laughs> for sneaks, especially. <laughs> With his like poster board. <laughs> Step right up and get your donate for abortion. I have like a twirling cane. <laughs> um. So this is going to be an unaired episode. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh boy. Um, I was just going to say that the other thing I think that people confidently like say that they were they knew the whole time, but inside they lie about it is or on the outside they're lying. But if like Red came up to me and they're like, "Oh, what's your name?" and I say, "Oh, it's Sneaks," and he's like, "Oh, well, it's it's me, Red." I I would always be like, even now I'm like, "Yeah, I know that." But in the inside, I'm like, I don't know, like I talking about it all. Oh yeah, you 100 have to fake your way through that. Scenario. But I, but really? they asked me my name, so why can't I also admit that I didn't know their name, you right? Can. But right. but I never do. I make it seem like they're the a hole for not remembering my name. Oh, and then I'm like, oh, that is very specific because I thought you meant like in a general sense when somebody comes up to you and you 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 know that you should know them and you don't. Mm. Uh, yeah, then you you totally have to save face and just fake it till you make it. But no, that's like a, that's oddly specific. Yeah, like in, in, in all of those situations where someone's like, "Oh, you're you're sneaks." Well, I'm you know I'm so and so. I'll always be like, "Yeah, I remember you? I know your name." And on the inside, I'm like, "I don't know what the fuck that guy was." But I always make it seem like I had the perfect memory and I knew exactly who they were. Interesting. And I don't know why I do that. And I simply cannot. I'm always like, "Oh my god, I'm really sorry." What is your name again? Thank you, sorry, I'm so terrible with names. I'm gonna forget again. Just remember that <laughs> next time I ask you. Yeah. See, good on you, because I, yeah, I totally, I'm like, oh, hey, two shoes. Look at you with your sweater and your shirt. Hey, bud. Uh, yeah. Hey, Ben. Yeah, you gotta fake that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what was our topic? If you'd be hot or cold? I think yeah, along so. those lines. So, yeah. um, I choose to be cold and become hot. Yeah. You know, the way that question you naturally leads to science fair abortion. Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. How did we get there? <laughs> did you guys take science? I mean, I passed really. um, biology with a 50. I So that's that year, um, I was a part of the stage crew because I'm so cool. And mm-hmm. uh, the teachers had a Christmas party at this place, and the guy who ran the theater... Um, he had all this sound, this he had the sound system mm-hmm. and he set it up and then at midnight he texted me and this guy who were like in high school to go clean up the sound system with him at where the party was wow. and he would pay us. And when we got there, the teachers were all still there and they were all shit faced. Yeah. And my science teacher, yeah. um, who now I'm like a colleague with, yeah. he was shit faced and threw up everywhere in front of me. Oh my God. Not Whoa. on me, but like everywhere in front of me. And then I had to go to school the next day and just pretend like it didn't happen. Uh, we have so much leverage over it. So yeah, he told us, he was over yeah, for right. dinner a couple months ago, and he was like, he was, really failing. <laughs> he was like, you failed that class, but I gave you the 50 because you were, you were cool about 
me right. throwing up. Me harfing in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Like I teach children. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean that's probably not the first class I've actually failed, and they gave me the credit though. Really. I failed grade eleven chemistry. Mm. Uh, sciences were not my. Chemistry's hard. No, oh, yeah, I did not. Mm-hmm. I, did not I took an Earth and Space science class, and I loved that sounds it. Sounds cool. Yeah. The thing about like general science classes is that like if there's a unit on genetics, and I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I pay a lot more attention, and I'm glued in mm-hmm. or tuned in. I should say glued in. <laughs> My face is glued to the board. <laughs> um, but if there's other things that like I don't care about or I can't seem to grasp, like I check out completely. Oh, wow. I don't even fight to try and get it. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know if other people are like that. I, I didn't. I never had a hard problem paying attention in school, but I, now I have a hard problem. Hard problem. I have a hard time <laughs> paying attention anytime I'm sitting down in front of anything because my job is always on my feet. Like if we ever have a meeting, I'm always like, like passing out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Were we still on the? Would you rather be hot or cold? I don't, I don't yeah. What we were talking about. Oh, uh, did, yeah, did you take high school science? Yeah. I heard a couple of nays. <laughs> well, you had to take science in high school, at least two of them. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. I liked How'd you do? Science. I was okay. I was really bad at biology, so I just didn't take it after grade 10. Did you dissect animals in high school? No, because that was in grade 11 biology, and I didn't take that. Oh, they I... did it in, like, grade 9 or 10. Yeah, I, di- I dissected pigs in grade 10. Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't at all. I remember our teacher telling us to be respectful because in the past, like, there were kids who would do awful things. Like, he had caught kids who, like, take out the intestines and then skip rope with them. Ew. Like, just, like, dumb, dumb stuff. That's really I, gross. Yeah. And I, like, I hate violence. I hate, mm-hmm. like, animals are so cute. And dissecting that pig was, like, just the worst. Just sobbing violently yeah. the entire time. Mm-hmm. I don't think I did any of it. Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure I just was, you're, cause you're, they don't give every person an individual pig fetus, you're in like a group of like four or five people or whatever. So I was just like documenting or whatever. Yeah. Also like that science class, I don't know if they just keep the pigs in the back or something, but like it smelled like formaldehyde all year long. Ooh, that, I, maybe they've stopped doing that because that was probably so carcinogenic to kids yeah, touching really? dead pigs. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Wow. And inhaling those fumes and whatever. Really Ugh. gross. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Um, next topic, last topic? Yeah. Um, okay, so some preamble to this one to explain, sort of. Uh, have you guys watched um, that new Netflix show, Living With Yourself? Yes. yes. So okay. good. Uh, so I watched it recently, and uh, it just totally, like, messed me up. I got, like, totally lost. I actually, like, I had to stop. I still haven't finished it. I stopped watching it. It was, like, like actually, like, psychologically, you're like, I can't get through this? Kind of, yeah. Um, because I... The show got me thinking so hard about uh, how we all have like an idealized self that mm-hmm. we create. Um, so premise of the show, just in case anybody listening hasn't watched it yet, uh, Paul Rudd's character is sort of this sad sack guy. He's living a life. He's very unhappy. Uh, he has a colleague recommend this spa that he goes to and he says, oh, you leave the spa and you become like the best version of yourself. They go to the spa, next thing he knows, he's, like, pulling himself out of a shallow grave. Turns out they just cloned, a, like, a perfect version of him. Uh, but And we're supposed to kill the original, but he survives, and now he's stuck with this, like, perfect version of himself. 
Um, anyway, so I, I kind of obsessed a little bit over the like the concept of an idealized self and like how detrimental that is to like good living, but how we all kind of do it to some degree. Mm-hmm. And so my question is, um, number one, well, a couple questions. So number one, if you had the opportunity to go to this spot to create a perfect version of yourself, or you do it. In this case, you don't die. Yes. Okay. Uh, and then number two, what is the one quality that your perfect self possesses that you lack? Mm-hmm. And try not to like go for like obvious things, like I don't know, like beauty, <laughs> or, just, like, <laughs> or just like well, we'd be smarter. Like, well, yeah, of course, we'd all like to be smart. But like, is there something specific? I guess that like kind of eats at you in terms of not really mm-hmm. having. I don't know. Um, I guess like an extra two inches in height, but like other than that, <laughs> like I don't know what quality you would call it, but um, when you you do like you have something on the ready that you'd like to do, and you're just you just won't pull the trigger and do it. Um, I don't know what quality that is. Ambition, maybe. Like, but you have the ambition. You want to do it. But but something is holding you back from doing it. Maybe it's like self doubt or like so just being more like assertive in decision making. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I think that that's and you know when it comes to my career, like I'm assertive, like I know what I want and I'm building towards that. Mm-hmm. I think it's my own self interests, like the things that uh like a bucket list type of stuff. Yeah. Um, like sometimes it's really hard for me to uh like if I finish working on something. Um, like say I write something to to put it forward Mm. Um, like last year I put a play in a playwriting contest and it was like a lottery I waited till the last second to submit it this year because I just couldn't bring myself to Mm. do it again and I don't know why I just like it's not procrastination I just like fit like I just I I don't know I but like I that quality about me I'd like to change I'd like to be able to to have more confidence and just be like, dude, you got to do it. Like, just do it. Yeah. What's the worst that can happen? Interesting. Mm-hmm. I think I would agree with that. Not for you. I think you're pretty ambitious. But I find I'm so lazy about a lot of stuff like that. Like, mm, not just, like, projects that you're meaning to start but projects that have already been started or even just time management like I'll get home from work and I'll just like nap or like the waking up early thing like I I know people who wake up early every day and go to the gym and like I don't know there's a lot more that could be done over the course of a day that I'm not doing that's probably one of them Arnold Schwarzenegger talks about that yeah he's like he does like this motivational he's like if you sleep for six hours a day which like fuck you Arnold like yeah, healthiest. It, it, it's like seven to eight, unless you're like one of those people who are genetically like apparently Obama, mm-hmm. like sleeps five hours a day, and it's the perfect amount of sleep for him. Mm-hmm. Like there are people who genetically. I don't. Mm-hmm. There's a word for it. I think they're called like super sleepers or something. Yeah. Cool. But uh, and they're much more productive because they're so much. They're awake for so much longer. Mm-hmm. Um, but if if you sleep for eight hours a day, and then you go to work for eight hours that's 16 of the 24 hours mm-hmm. how many hours is left eight eight, eight. <laughs> so that's eight hours of you to be productive mm-hmm. you could go to the gym for an hour then you have seven hours left mm-hmm. right you could write your book for an hour that's six hours left mm-hmm. there's so many things you could be doing mm-hmm. 
So don't, he's like, don't tell me you don't have the time. Because I just, I was, I very easily, like, I gave you sleep time and a full-time job time, and you had so much more time to do mm-hmm. things with mm-hmm. your day. Yeah. And that's why he was a bodybuilding champion, governor, and highest paid actor at the time that he was at his top. Damn. Oh. I hate him. You love him. But I also like him. I think, like, the best version of myself would be somebody without mental health issues. Yeah, that'd be nice. Um, but I don't... <laughs> that would be nice, Checkers, if you did that. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't You're have those issues. <laughs> but I don't think I would go to the spa because I think it would change too much of my personality. Mm-hmm. Well, that's kind of what the show examines a little bit too. Yeah. I think you would come home and be like, "Well, now I don't need you, sneaks." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No one else is perfect. Like being a perfect person would be. How well, the, the show does examine be, that. Like yeah. it, the the clone, the Paul Rudd clone, realizes that like being the perfect person, in fact, makes people find you. Like even more exhausted, like they're exhausted right. by you because you're so good at everything. Yeah. I think for me, the thing that my idealized self possesses that I lack is probably like more focus. Mm-hmm. Um, so probably along the, the same vein of what we've already been talking about, I find for myself, I'm so easily distracted, uh, and I really. You know, I give in to novelty quite easily. So it's like the idea of something new is always more enticing than the idea of finishing something. Mm-hmm. So I bounce from thing to thing to thing to thing. Um, but what I find interesting about the show is that it, by like physically personifying an idealized version, it sort of shows this point of your idealized self is always predicated on the idea of you lacking something. Mm. Um and to have a physical embodiment of that, you can never possess the exact same space as your idealized self. So it really shows the way in which it's like this thing that you're chasing that is never, ever obtainable. Mm-hmm. And then, like, even though the regular Paul Rudd in the show, like, he can't even, like, take any joy in when he is doing things better than what he normally would because he's still not this other thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and even when he, do- he succeeds and he does things well in the show... It's like an unsavory way in which he does it. Yes, yeah. Mm. Like, the the one who is the idealized version is succeeding because he is an idealist. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the cynical uh, Paul Rudd succeeds in, because he is cynical. So, huh. it's it's really bizarre. If I wanted, if I, like, spoilers, mm-hmm. but he works at an ad agency, and the clone... Paul Rudd comes comes up with this very positive, idealistic pitch. Mm-hmm. And then when it comes to the townsfolk to vote on it, mm-hmm. um, idealized Paul Rudd is gone. Like, he runs away to do something. Mm-hmm. And regular Paul Rudd has to save the day, but he does it by playing on, or preying on the, the beliefs and... Um, the kind of culture that exists in small town America to trick all the farmers into voting. Mm-hmm. And the show does actually a good job of making you think that the story that he weaves is true. Yeah. But he succeeds because he's cynical that he's yeah. like, I know these people, I can trick them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really sad. Yeah. 
like that he becomes that he, you know he's become this person. Yeah. I still need to watch this show. It's quite good. But you haven't finished it yet. Yeah, I, I'm. To, I'm I, I think I'm like two episodes away from. You. Were you at the part that I just discussed? I I think I was maybe the episode. Uh, I I think I either finished on that episode or the episode after. I can't really remember because it was a while ago that I started it. But yeah, I started like just kind of falling down this rabbit hole of like thinking about how pervasive that is uh, in my own life, and I think a lot of other people's lives. Mm-hmm. And then I, I fell down this rabbit hole of thinking about all the different... So it's like you have a, a an idealized version of yourself that you create. And then there's an idealized version of yourself that you create through other people. You see other people who have attributes that you wish mm-hmm. you had. Mm-hmm. And then there's another idealized version that people create by putting pressure on you to be a certain way. Right. Um, and so there's like all these different elements to it that I think once you start dissecting and like kind of digging into, you're like oh shit, like, no wonder I'm so uncomfortable in my own skin all the time. There's no, there's no room to actually be myself or to, to find comfort in who I am and, like, find comfort in the tension of accepting who you are, where you're at, but also still wanting to strive for something different. Mm-hmm. I guess I find that balance really, really challenging and, like, the show kind of stirred a lot of things up in that regard the interesting thing about that show is that like paul rudd the regular paul rudd Mm -hmm. is so unhappy in his career and marriage um that he's become this this like shell of who he used to be because they also show him in the like uh like 10 years ago and he's Mm -hmm. the 10 years ago version of himself is basically the clone version Mm yeah and uh to see like the the husk Mm -hmm. the paul rudd husk compared to like perfect version is like, oh, there's this straight line of, like, this is who you could be, or who you were. Mm-hmm. But if I, uh, the sneaks, is, I'm very happy with who I am, mm-hmm. and then I shot, saw this idealized version, I think that would also be a shock, because, like, yes, like, you create an idealized version, but if you're already pretty cool with who you are, yeah. and then there's this version of you that's just better in every way, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, like, if you were, if you were... That Paul Rudd, you'd be like, of course he's better. But okay. if you were already somebody who had, like, the self-care and self-love that you needed for yourself, mm-hmm. but then met this better version, I think that'd be almost even more crushing, because you'd be like, oh, wait, there's a... Huh. Like, Maybe there's a better version of you. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's also, like, the trap you could fall into of, uh, of oh, it, well, if I'm not satisfied with who I am or who I currently am, mm-hmm. then it's my fault. And so it's another way in which I'm not good enough. And right. like right. you can you you can spin your own dissatisfaction to to perpetuate your own dissatisfaction, mm-hmm. which is I don't know, super weird and frustrating to think about sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One cool. topic that I thought about bringing was what do you think you were better at when you were younger? Which kind of goes with that like was I oh. was I or was I less jaded as my job or my life <clears throat> made me jaded now like um, I was way better at playing with action figures. Yeah. <laughs> so specific. I no, honestly, like when I was a kid, and I played with action figures, I didn't care that the arms and legs wouldn't do what I needed them to do. Mm-hmm. Like if their arms were stuck in a certain position, even if I could move them up and down, but if they couldn't grab anything, I would my mind would allow would compensate for that. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't bother me. Yeah. And then the older you get, 
the more you're like, no, they should be doing this, or they should be moving in this way. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the imagination is kind of deteriorating. Yeah, and you want things to be more realistic. Mm-hmm. You stop forgiving what the limitations of what's around you. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that, like, if I played action figures with, like, eight-year-old sneaks, I don't think... I'd be like, come on, man. Like, it's... What are you doing? But I would have, like, a million toys, and I would just create worlds. But now, I don't think I'd be able to do that. I think that's most adults, though. That's true. It's hard to... I feel like that's a pretty universal experience. And playing playing with toys is such, like, a fingerprint for yourself, because you would play toys with someone else, and you're like, you can't do this like I can do it. Like, that's not how we play toys. Yeah. Like, every kid is unique in the way in which they play with an action figure. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Um, what was the question again? I guess what it's sort of what do you think you were maybe better at oh, when yeah. you were younger? Athletics. Athletics. I think that's true of me, too. Because it's crazy. Well, and also music. But, like, when you're in high school, sometimes you're, like... If you're on a team, your practice for that team is like four times a week. Yeah. If you're in the band, your practice for that band is like five times. Or if you're taking music, you're in that class five times a week. When I was in grade 11, I would have gym class as my last period in the day, which I took as weight training. Yeah. And then I would go straight to rugby practice. Yep. And then I would go to training in the evenings after rugby practice. Yeah. Like, how insane is that? I know. And I wish... I think maybe that's the problem as a model. When you're young, you have the opportunity to use that much of your day doing yeah, that's that true stuff. If I had that opportunity now, I don't know if I would be smart enough to use it that way, but I wish I could have appreciated it when it was happening. Because, <laughs> yeah, it was kind of the same thing. I think I took two, like I took a gym class and then I was on, I was also on rugby. Like, you just get to do a lot more yeah. stuff. Should we quit our jobs and go back to high school? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's actually what I was going to um, suggest. Yeah. Except we're all too old for high school, even if we were the maximum age you could be. How dare you assume my age? I identify as an 18-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> I was at my mechanics today. You're not going to believe this story. Oh. Um, I was at my mechanics today, and he was like, so my son changed his gender. And I said, oh, well... A lot more people, it's becoming more and more acceptable for people to to publicly, ex- to uh, like, declare mm-hmm. who they are. Mm-hmm. And that's great. And he's like, what? No. No, he did it for his car insurance. And I was like, wait, what? And he said he changed his gender to helicopter. Not male or female. He, su- he did the forms. Yeah, you can identify as whatever you want. And when apply for car insurance? No, he got he got his his gender legally changed, and then when he got his car insurance, wow! And because insurance is inherently sexist, because he he didn't have a you know a gender with stats attached to it, hmm. his insurance went from four fifty a month to one twenty eight. Shut up! That is a big savings. And so oh, we're gonna do that. Wow! <laughs> I like, and I I feel like. I swear to God, I'm not making this. Well, I'm not making up the story. It's possible my mechanic lied to me. Yes. But and then he was like, "Yeah, his whole hockey team's gonna do it now." Oh my God. And I was like, well, "What does it say on his his like driver's license? Doesn't say helicopter." And he's like, "No, it just has an X there." Wow. Interesting. That's that's cool. cool. Yeah. Huh. Um, on that note, on that 
quasi helicopter note. Um, I think we're gonna uh, stop the podcast. We didn't even tell people to tweet at us. Well, I started to talk about Twitter at the beginning. Yeah. Right, but I didn't, didn't say that our handle is at topics underscore and. Yeah. Um, tweet us a topic or just tweet us some love. Uh, you can email us at topics and implications at gmail.com. Like I said last episode, we really want to start uh, a segment where we start doing topics from um, our adoring audience who. By the way, uh, we apparently had some people from the States listening, so... Yep. Hello, people from the States. Hello. Yo. Um, Six. That's what our statistics say. And they're all lovely people. Yeah. All of them. From Michigan. Ooh. Cool. Um, Tim Michigan's Allen great. does a great Michigan radio commercial. Oh, like the Blue Water State commercial? Okay. Um... Okay, well, uh, this was really nice. I want to thank Red and uh, Bevel for coming in. Sorry for the jokes. Bevel and I are uh, starting our own podcast yeah. called Subjects and Consequences. Wow, uh, rudeness. So can yeah. to that. Checkers and I will be doing some banal uh, stuff <laughs> later. I'll be vain. Oh, damn it. <laughs> um, you called that real quick. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening. Bye. Love you next time. Love you next time.